BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. Top slow, hands off to Yo. Yo back and score. Another and one opportunity. Yoli Childs. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live. Tonight, the BYU Cougars beginning exhibition play hosting the St. Martin Saints. Now, the Cougars, they entered the 2018-2019 season without their leading scorer from last season in Elijah Bryant, but they bring back Yoli Childs, who is certainly poised for a big year, TJ Hawes, who looks to have regained his consistent shooting touch, and it brings the return of Nick Emery, who missed last season after withdrawing from school. Now, this year's team does not have the size that last year's team did, but the overall team speed and the fact that the majority of the team can shoot from the perimeter, BYU can still be dangerous in the WCC and certainly look to make that return to the NCAA tournament. Now, here's a little bit about tonight's opponent, St. Martins. The Saints are a Division II school from Lacey, Washington. They play in the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. It's a team coming off 25 wins last year. It's the most since the early 80s. Tonight is the first of two exhibition games for BYU. The Cougars will next host Westminster next Thursday before beginning the non-conference season November 6th on the road at number 7 Nevada. A very difficult non-conference schedule, and that was all by design. Based off of all of the metrics and all the algorithms that are going into selecting teams to the NCAA tournament, so much is being put into strength of schedule in the non-conference. And, you know, you have, you have all these, these, these schools that are playing other teams that, uh, that are certainly a challenge, and the committee likes seeing that on the, on the schedule. That's what BYU has done this year. So a very ambitious non-conference schedule, but that's the way things are moving in college basketball. Now tonight's pregame interview is with junior forward Dalton Nixon. Dalton dealt with a few injuries last season, which was certainly frustrating for him and the team because he's really starting to find a nice groove and a really nice and important role on the floor. Those are just a few of the things that we talked about when I caught up with the former Orem Tiger after practice. When you get into the offseason, sometimes at the, at the beginning of it, man, it's going to be forever before we have basketball back, and then before you know it, it's already here. How's your offseason been? Yeah, I have mixed feelings about that because I had a shoulder surgery uh, right after the West Coast Conference tournament, um, so it was a it was a long few months of rehab. Um, but towards the end of the summer, when I was able to be cleared to play, um, it was a lot of fun just to get back on the court. And you know, at times it, f- it felt like it was forever. But now we're here and we're playing games again, and, and so I'm excited just to you know be back in the swing of things and be back on the court. In terms of health for you, everything 100%, everything full go. Yeah, I've uh, I've been 100% for. Uh, a few months now, so I, I feel great and just want to you know stay healthy and continue to get strong. You know, certainly anytime somebody gets hurt, it's always frustrating, regardless of the timing of it. But for it to happen to you when it did, did that kind of compound how frustrating it was? Um, it was definitely frustrating, um, especially because you know earlier in the season I I was out for six weeks in a boot, you know, with a foot injury. Um, but I just tried to have a, a, have a positive attitude and tried to do everything in my in my control to be able to, you know, prepare to come back and be a contributor contributor this season. And so, uh, 
you know, I, I feel great, and I've, I've had a really good attitude about it, and just the opportunity to play is what excites me, and I've been looking forward to this for a long time. So what do you make of this team that you come back to for this season? You know, we have our core group of guys here that are returning, and I think that, you know, we're going to do a really good job of building on what we had last year and trying to expand our game and take our, you know, our game to a whole new level. Um, but I think, you know, I think that our, our key guys like TJ and Yoli, you know, Jashir, Luke, you know, those those four starters that are returning, I think, um, are going to, you know, be a, a huge key for us. And so we have guys that have stepped up. We have experiences coming back. So it's going to be fun to be able to just put all these, you know, puzzle pieces together and, you know, play, a, you know, a, a team that's, that doesn't have a blue and white jersey like we've been playing for the last six months. You mentioned building off of what you guys had last year. From an on-the-court point of view, what do you build from last year? Um, last year, we, we really took a step back and learned how to be a, a good uh, half-court offense mm-hmm. team. Um, you saw that we slowed it down, slowed down the pace. And now that we feel more comfortable in being able to, you know, control pace, we want to get out and have a little bit more freedom and, and and build on that and be able to go out there and, you know, play with more freedom and more confidence. And so I think that you're really going to see that this year is, you know, just us going out there and, you know, sharing the ball, still trying to, you know, you know, really take control of, of the games, but ultimately just having fun and going out there. Certainly there are teams that play in a half-court offense that can execute you to death, but everybody loves to play in an up-tempo offense. Using the Cougar tip-off as an example, the offense really did seem to have a nice flow in terms of that pace, and if the Cougar tip-off is any indication, everybody is has the ability to hit a perimeter shot this year. Yeah, definitely. That was, that's been one of our, our focuses over the off-season and during the summer was for each of us to get into the gym and try and improve personally our you know our, our three-point shooting and if we can increase our three-point shooting percentage I think that we'll have a, um, a better chance to be able to win some of those close games that we had last year and so like you saw in the Cougar tip-off you know up and down uh, different look to us this year than last year um, but with the same guys you know doing what they're really good at so it's going to be fun to you know be able to put everything that we've, we've put together for the last you know six months or the, our last uh, you know however long in the summer um, and be able to just go out there and, you know, start a, a great season. For you personally, how do you feel you fit into this scheme and what the coaches are wanting to do this season? Yeah, uh, I see myself in a similar similar role as last year as, you know, being a guy that comes off the bench and tries to, you know, bring a spark defensively and, you know, bring some energy to the court when I, when I have the opportunity. But I really want to, you know, expand my game and especially offensively to be more of a threat. Um, I've... You know, I've shot the ball all my life, and just trying to get that confidence back, you know, is something that I've really tried to do over the season to be able to, you know, go out there and, you know, be a stretch for a pick and pop guy. Um, I think that will really open things up. But so just doing the same thing, um, you know, trying to be a supporting role for, you know, for our guys, Luke and Yo, who do a great job down low, and, you know, just trying to help, help the team out in whatever role I can. How much better do you expect Yoli to be this year? Because I'll tell you, at 35 points in the Cougar tip-off, and it looked like it was really easy for him. Yeah, you know, and part of that is he, he dropped a, a lot of that on me, you know. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but Yoli, uh, Yoli has improved so much. Um, he He's a workhorse. Um, I love playing with him, and I think that he's really expanded his game um, to be able to be more of an um, inside and outside, you know, threat. Um, you saw a lot of you know, down low, 
he, he dominated the block last year, but towards the end of the season, you saw him being more of a stretch out guy, hitting threes, and I think that you're going to see a lot more of that this year. Um, but I still think that he's going to, you know, be a, a, a dominant force down low. Okay, so before the the regular season begins, you had the Cougar tip off, and now two exhibitions starts with, with St. Martin's. What do you guys feel like you still have to work on, knowing that it's it's always something to work on, but the most important things to work on before you get into the non-conference schedule. Yeah, um, you know, this is a, it's an interesting time because now you develop a scouting report. You start, you know, trying to focus a game plan towards somebody else rather than, you know, your own team. Um, but I think that we're going to be really focused on um, just being able to execute the things that we have been focusing on and making our, our team the priority. Um, I think if we can, in these, you know, few weeks when we play these exhibition games, you know, be able to see these things that we've worked on actually work. I think that'll really help us and carry us through the season. It's great to see you healthy, and I'm excited to, to see what you can do with this team this year. Thanks for the time. Thanks. Thanks to Dalton Nixon for taking a few minutes after practice to help us get ready for the start of the BYU basketball season. Cougars exhibition matchup tonight against the Saints of St. Martin's. And the good thing about Dalton, Dalton brings so many different things, and he talked about that. He was starting to get into a nice little groove and had the two different injuries. Obviously, at the end of the year, had to have surgery on his shoulder. But he brings so much to the table with his size. He certainly has the ability to rebound. He's long. He, he can alter shots, but he can play around the basket. He can stretch out the floor, shoot from the perimeter. He's just a guy that can help you in so many different areas. So to be able to have him healthy and ready to go this year, that is a big, big plus for this BYU basketball team. Coming up next, we're going to head next door to the Marriott Center. It's time for our courtside conversation with the one and only Mark Durant. Cougar pregame live continues in just a moment on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is Cougar pregame live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Exhibition action tonight for the BYU Cougars hosting the St. Martin Saints out of Lacey, Washington. Welcome back into Cougar Pregame Live. Jason Shepard with you in our BYU radio studios in beautiful Provo, Utah. It's time for our courtside conversation. Speaking of beautiful, let's head next door and talk with the one and only Mark Durant. Hello, Mark. How are you this evening? Mark, Mark, can you hear me? All right, Mark cannot hear me, so we're going to do a little uh, adjustment on the fly. We're going to go with some score. We will talk with Mark coming up in our next segment. Hopefully we can figure out some of the, uh, the technical issues. Uh, but let's update you on some other action going on right now in hoops. Now, this is a pretty early start for college basketball. Most teams, even their exhibition games, are still not going to be played for a couple of days. So BYU right now, one of the few teams actually playing tonight. In fact, very few, if any, other college basketball teams in action. So most of the scores tonight are either from the World Series, which is just about to get underway, also from the NBA. Let's update you on what's going on in the National Basketball Association. The Utah Jazz, one and two, coming off a disappointing loss the other night to the Memphis Grizzlies at Vivint Smart Home Arena. They are on the road beginning a pretty tough road trip. They're in Houston tonight. No Chris Paul because of the suspension, the fight with Rajon Rondo a couple of nights ago in Los Angeles. The Jazz in the first quarter trailed 4-2 to two for the Rockets with the early two-point lead with 10 minutes to go in the first. Obviously, that's just getting underway, so uh, no need to panic right now, Jazz fans. Uh, two minutes to go in the first half in Atlanta, a battle of a uh, couple of first-round draft picks. Dallas 
at the Atlanta Hawks. It is 57-42 in favor of the Dallas Mavericks. Again, two minutes to go in the first half. At halftime, it is Brooklyn at Cleveland. That game tied up at 45 apiece at halftime. Second quarter action in Miami. The Heat hosting the New York Knicks. The Knicks... Visitors from New York leading by 6, 30-24 is the score in the second quarter. Also in the second quarter, just under nine minutes to go, the Toronto Raptors leading the Minnesota Timberwolves by a score of 30-27. In the first quarter in Chicago at the United Center, Charlotte Hornets with a one-point lead early on over the Bulls, 8-7. to Coming up a little bit later on tonight, San Antonio Spurs at home hosting the Indiana Pacers. Philadelphia 76ers. Fresh off their loss to the Detroit Pistons the other night in Milwaukee to take on Giannis Anacumpo and the Milwaukee Bucks. Probably just butchered that. Phoenix Suns taking on the Los Angeles Lakers tonight in Phoenix. Sacramento Kings hosting the Grizzlies. The Washington Wizards on the road at the defending champion Golden State Warriors. Those are your NBA games going on. As we mentioned, it is Game 2 of the World Series tonight. Game two in Boston at Fenway Park as the Red Sox take their one nothing series lead into game two. They are in the top of the first. No score as they host the Los Angeles Dodgers. All right, we're going to take a timeout. When we come back, hopefully we've got things ironed out and we will be able to talk with Mark Durant. You're listening to Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live with your host, Jason Shepard. Welcome back to Cougar Pregame Live. It's once again time for our courtside conversation with Mark Duran. And Mark, I had this great intro. I called you lovely. It was it was fantastic. I, I'm, I'm sorry that you couldn't hear that. Uh, welcome into the broadcast. some technical issues uh we apologize for the uh, miscommunication and the uh, inability to be able to communicate with the uh with the marriott center next door a uh, couple of things just to uh, to get into a couple of things that i wanted to hit on with with mark durant was number one uh, byu being picked third in the west coast conference preseason poll by the coaches and that's the interesting part this was by the coaches I was a little surprised when I saw the BYU. Certainly, you know, Gonzaga is going to be the preseason number one. Now, yet last year, St. Mary's was, and that turned out to be uh, not accurate. And, and Gonzaga flexed its muscles once again in the conference. You knew Gonzaga was going to be the number one team. I fully expected the BYU Cougars to be number two in front of St. Mary's. The coaches, and again, it was by one vote, but still the majority of the coaches said that they thought St. Mary's would be the second best team. And I just don't see that right now. Yes, I understand you lose a player like Elijah Bryant, but when you look at what St. Mary's lost, they lost the majority of their team. I I just don't know how they end up being ahead of BYU right now. As the season plays out, certainly things change. You never know how it's going to play out. But heading into it, I really thought BYU would be number two. It's one of the things I wanted to talk to Mark about was just his thoughts overall on BYU being picked third. Also, when you talk about the strengths of this team this year, it was really interesting because we had the assistant coach of the BYU Cougars, Quincy Lewis, on BYU Sports Nation earlier today on BYU TV and BYU Radio. And we're talking to him about 
some of the differences that you'll see with this BYU team this year. And certainly one of the ones that was brought up was tempo. This is a team that's definitely going to be playing with much more tempo this year. And you'll probably see a lot more perimeter shooting. And it's not just because they're going to force perimeter shots. It's because they have a lot of players on this roster that have the ability to stretch the floor, whether it's guards, whether it's big men. They can stretch the floor and make this a much more proficient shooting team from the perimeter. That, that's one of those other things besides the tempo that you'll see. They've got a lot of different combos that they can work with. This, this is going to be a fun team to watch this year. They're going to play with faster pace, which is kind of what we're used to seeing out of a BYU basketball team. Last year it was slowed down a little bit, but they're going to get back to playing up-tempo. I think that'll be, it'll be a fun brand of basketball to watch on top of, uh, of anything else. In terms of question marks, one of the things that you don't really know how it will work is, remember Nick Emery, he's back. It's great to have Nick Emery back, but he's going to miss the first nine games of the season. What is that going to look like when he comes back? This is a guy that is a lethal scorer. This is a guy that can, at any moment, you know, score in bunches. And having him on this roster certainly helps with the offense. So after playing nine games, the majority of your non-conference schedule, implementing him back in, how does that work? I, I'm excited to see what this team can do with Nick Emery back, to have that guard line, and to have shooters like T.J. Haas and Nick Emery and Zach Selyus and guys like that. These are all things that BYU can use as a weapon this year. Some of the other question marks is just how will BYU fare? We talked about it a few minutes ago in terms of the the non-conference schedule and how difficult it is. And that's, again, done on purpose. That's how a lot of teams are doing this now. And BYU went in with the objective of scheduling harder to make sure that the strength of schedule looked good so that the committee could look and see that BYU was testing itself in an effort to be able to get to the NCAA tournament. So how does BYU fare with games, you know, right out of the gate with a, a top 10 team on the road at Nevada? I mean, you, you're playing Houston here. There's, this is a really good, um, it's a good test for BYU in the non-conference before you even get to conference play. And what you're trying to do, certainly with your non-conference, is to prepare yourself for when you get into WCC play. The schedule that BYU has certainly will do that. And you've got tonight, and then you have next week against Westminster to get yourself ready for what you'll face in the non-conference. Those are just a couple of the, uh, of the question marks that, that, that I see heading in, just things that have to, be, uh, have to be answered, and it's just with time. And the interesting thing that uh, I had mentioned that we had Quincy Lewis on the show this morning he was talking about all of these things. You, you, you want to know to have certainties heading into a season. and Certainly, that's the goal. You would like to know what you can count on for the year. But he's like, it's, it's just not realistic. Because the team you are today is not the team necessarily that you're going to be in two weeks. It's not the team that you're going to be in another month or by the time you begin West Coast Conference play. Everything evolves, and roles will evolve and develop. And guys that maybe you didn't expect to get a lot of production from, step up. And vice versa, guys that maybe you thought you know, would, would give you X amount of points, rebounds, maybe, maybe they're a little slower to get to that pace. So there's so many things that you have to iron out as we go along uh, throughout the season that uh, 
it's it's he was talking about how excited he was to be able to go on that journey with this team. All right, it's time for our keys to the game tonight, brought to you by Ken Garf Honda, Nissan, and Volkswagen of Orm, proudly presenting tonight's keys to the game. I think tonight a couple of keys just to look for is how well and how comfortable does this team look in the offense. The Cougar tip-off was fun, but, I mean, it is a scrimmage. You're playing against other teammates that also know the system. So now you're taking on a team that's not wearing blue and white. You're taking on you know, somebody that's now you know, has game plan to stop you. So how do you handle running the offense against a team that's not your teammates? That's one of the keys tonight. Also, can they get Yoli Childs going early? This is a team that wants to start fast and being able to get the ball to Yoli in the Cougar tip-off the other night. He was 3-for-3 three three right out of the gate from the perimeter. You know, Getting him going, I think that will be a big, big key. I mean, this is a game BYU absolutely should win. Uh, I think they have the size. They have the, uh, the, the shooting ability. They have all of the tools uh, to be able to win this game. So it's a matter of just kind of working out some of the kinks, playing a different team, and seeing how it goes. All right, that is going to do it for Cougar Pregame Live. Coming up next, we're going to send you to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. The Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. Now let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome courtside inside the Marriott Center in Provo, Utah, as tonight the BYU Cougars play their 2018-19 exhibition opener against the Saints of St. Martins, a Division II opponent from Lacey, Washington, paying a first-ever visit to Provo. I'm your play-by-play commentator, Greg Rubel, with me again, former Cougar hoopster Mark Durant, as we get the first of our two warm-ups in before the regular season begins in less than two weeks. And while this game doesn't count in the standings, it always matters to be back alongside my longtime broadcast partner. And this year marks our 22nd season together. Just like Taylor Swift, Mark, we're feeling 22. Well, I remember when we first met, Greg, and I, I knew you were trouble when you walked in. Oh. But after 22 years, I think we belong together. Oh, wow. The friend. Taylor Swift references are rolling <laughs> off the tongue right now. This may not happen again the rest of the season. Well, listen, uh, I'd love to be here with you, Greg. I mean, uh, I love BYU basketball and such, but we've had such a good friendship over the years. And, man, it starts to get a little chill in the air. And I think i got to see my man Greg Rubel again get back to the Marriott Center. This is an exciting time of year, and there's always a lot of hope and excitement around BYU basketball and the new guys coming in and what can a guy like Yoli Childs do and, and others. I mean, it's a, it's a, a fun team, I think. and. It's going to be another exciting year. Here's to 22 more, Greg. Please, well, actually, no, I don't. I don't want to do this. Maybe, maybe five or ten more years. But uh, uh, it's a lot of fun to be here with you and be back with BYU basketball. Yeah, I'm not committing to another 22 either. <laughs> Coming up next, we'll have our first pregame conversation with the head coach, the Cougars, Dave Rose, as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from the Marriott Center on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Dave Rose, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. Tonight here in Provo, it's BYU hosting St. Martin's in both teams' exhibition opener ahead of the 2018-19 regular season. The Cougars coming off a 24-win campaign that ended in the first round of the NIT. The Saints 
won a program record 25 games in advance to the second round of the NCAA Division II tournament. Time now for our pregame interview brought to you by Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. As BYU head coach Dave Rose gives us a sense of what to look for from both teams here tonight to beginning with the natural anticipation of seeing his guys play against someone else for the first time in about seven months. Yeah, it's, it seems like, um, you know, we were talking about this today in staff meeting, that, that every every time we've got our group together, uh, if it was for an hour during the summer when we had four hours for a week and uh, or during, you know, the practices in the fall leading up to, you know, official practice, we've always been coaching two teams. You know, you coach, uh, if you're in a scrimmage, you got a white team and a blue team, and, um, you know, you're always trying to uh, – Every time something good happens, there's a reason for it as far as the other team was concerned, maybe a mistake made. So uh, tonight's the first time with this group that we'll coach one team and, and we'll see how and, – and, and basically everything changes from today because tomorrow when we get in the film room and start watching, there'll be a group of guys that played quite a few minutes, a group of guys that didn't play very many minutes, and a, a group of guys that played some minutes but want to play probably more minutes. So uh, – that's when you start to manage all the roles and start to put those things together. But uh, I, I really like these two exhibition games. We've done it for this will be the 14th year now for for us. Um, where we, we play an exhibition game, you know, late October and then maybe one early November. The season keeps keeps moving up. Yeah. You know, where our official game, first game this year is November 6th, which is as quick as it's ever been. But excited to get going. You'll start tonight with almost the same group you, you had finished last year with, with one exception. Yeah, and I think that uh, that's why uh, this whole off season has felt a little bit uh, uh, different. I mean, as far as the last couple, I mean, we, we, we've got four returning starters. And then, you know, when you talk about, um, you know, the addition of Nick later next month, I mean, you're, you're going to, you know, get a, a situation where, you know, you've got five starters, that, you know, that are returning. Mm-hmm. So, I've um uh I think that our, our 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 practices have been you know just a little bit advanced because we've got a group of guys that knows exactly what we want to do and how we want to do it and the young guys have, have have kind of picked up pretty quick on that. And your one new starter for tonight is Zach Selyus. Yeah, and Zach's played a lot of games for us. Yeah. And he's been uh, uh you know up and down the you know the the road you know with a, a really good team his freshman year and then uh, last year, I think you know he was he was a little bit different. He wasn't quite as sure as himself. He wasn't uh, nearly as confident as he is right now. And, and hopefully that uh, you know he can get off to a good start and not only feel well about him and his game, but also the guys be able to uh, be have a lot of confidence in him too. Zach will join Jashir and TJ Yoli and Luke in your starting five, and uh, there are some faces people know well from last year, and then a couple new guys, and uh, Connor Harding and uh, Gavin Baxter. I think everybody's really excited, you know, about the new guys. But uh, for me, uh, you look at, uh, you know, guys like Ryland Bergeson, Dalton Nixon, uh, you know, those guys were around last year, McKay Cannon, and they had a, a real role on our team. But I think, you know, they really have spent a lot of time in the off season, And, I mean, they, well, they want to have a bigger role. They want to have a bigger piece. And so I'm excited to see how – you know, Dalt had a good season for us, but it was it was interrupted with injury, mm-hmm. ended with injury, and uh, uh, he's had a great fall for us. So, uh, and then you know you got Evan Troy and Taylor Mon that are 
both guys that, that are on the roster that nobody really knows much about but have actually played really well in uh, our fall camp. So we'll see. We'll see how this all kind of fits. Hopefully we get a lot of guys in the game tonight. A couple of guys the fans saw during the Cougar tip-off. Jesse Wade, Nick Emery won't be on the floor for the exhibitions. Jesse, of course, out for the year on the sit. And uh, Nick is technically eligible to play, but you're not going to bring him in for these exhibitions, right? Well, I think that, um, you know, it, it it's uh, – it's going to be kind of awkward no matter when it you know when it happens if he plays in these games or if he doesn't and so you know Nick and I both sat down and talked about it and just felt like we're trying really hard to get ready for November 6th and let's let's start right now and and uh he's been working out with the first group uh for the last oh eight or ten practices I think now we'll put him over on that practice squad and and really have him uh, challenge us to help us get ready for that. He, you know, the, the the best thing about Nick right now is that he's he's just committed to doing whatever he can to help our team. And and uh, we've we've had a lot of conversations, and I think he feels really comfortable about going forward. Great. And a quick word about the St. Martins, who last year took on a couple of Pac-12 teams in their exhibitions. Yeah, and they uh, they, they played Washington right to the, yeah. led led most of the game. They hit a bunch of threes in that game. I think they they went to the Sweet 16 in the the NCAA Division II tournament, um, and it's a it's a, a very you know disciplined team, very well coached team, and they're really skilled. We're gonna have to get to these guys um, and make them dribble. If we just let them catch and shoot, it it, it could be you know where, where they have their way. So we'll see. I got I got two things that I really want to do in this game tonight. One is uh, want to push the ball for 40 minutes to really play on attack and see our guys, what kind of shape we're in and how, and how we can handle that. And then on the defensive end, um, just really see how the new guys can come in and execute this system uh, with the returning guys. you got to have all five guys being able to do their assignments connected to each other, and we'll see where everybody is right now as far as being able to play different lineups. Eager to get our first look. Coach Rose, thank you for the preview. We'll talk to you post-game. All right, thanks a lot, Greg. All right, that is Dave Rose and tonight's Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. The Cougar tip-off show coming up next live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar tip-off show brought to you by BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 25 years and by Utah Honda dealers. Now let's head live to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again from the Marriott Center and welcome back courtside for tonight's exhibition, Little Lifter, pitting the BYU Cougars and St. Martin's Saints. The Saints out of the Great Northwest Athletic Conference in Division Two. The Cougs will face another D2 foe one week from tomorrow as Westminster plays in Provo to cap off BYU's exhibition schedule. Greg Grubel and Mark Durant with you from courtside. Our statistician is intern Lindsay. Lindsay Peterson, Jason Shepard's our studio host. Our control board operator is Nathan Israelson. You are tuned in on the new skin, BYU Sports Network on BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143 and 89.1 FM HD2 on KSL News Radio and network affiliates in Utah and Idaho and online via BYURadio.org and BYUCougars.com plus the BYU Radio and BYU Cougars apps. Archives will be available in the regular season at BYURadio.org and on the BYU Radio app. However, you are choosing to
to join us. Great to have you along. Tonight's game is the second under the lights, if you will, for the Cougs. They played their annual Cougar tip-off intra-squad game here on Friday night. I listened to that radio broadcast uh, with Jason and Mark while I was out on the road calling a couple of soccer games. And Mark, what were your primary takeaways from the uh, blue-white night? Well, number one is that Yoli Childs is super amazing, phenomenal, incredible, dominant, super, did I say amazing? Uh, I mean, he he was just doing whatever he wanted, Greg. And he's, you know, he, he shot the ball really well from three at the end of last year, and he stepped up, made three in a row right he seems to have really found a shooting stroke, which was really the only weakness at all that he had. He's a decent shooter, but if he can shoot that consistently, he's got little, literally every possible tool you could want in a big man. There's there's no weakness in his game, and he's just going to be it's, it's going to be an amazing year for him. Really, an all-time BYU stellar type of year. So that's number one. You got one of the premier players I think in the country in Yoli Childs. Number two. Just a lot faster, Greg. They're up and down the court. Made me tired of watch. Just throwing up threes, a lot more threes. It's going to be different than last year. You know, I don't know how I feel about that because I'm old school. I kind of like the, the slow, let's work around and get a good shot. But I think with this personnel, that's probably the right way to go. And and they shot it better. I mean, you look at the guys that shot over 40% last year, Elijah Bryant from three, Elijah Bryant, Peyton Dastrup. Those guys are gone. Everyone else was low 30s, upper 20s. That needs to dramatically improve. We're going to play that way. And Zach Selyus looked a, a lot better. Jasheer looked good. Nick looked good. TJ. So they're going to shoot a lot of threes, but they need to make them. And they did it the other night. So that's a good sign. Well, fans, a title and escrow can be complicated. With over 50 years' experience in Utah, Provo Land Title has the expertise to navigate your buying, selling, or building project. Provo Land Title making the complicated easier. And we love to welcome Provo Land Title to our BYU basketball broadcast this season. Coming up after the break, a conversation with St. Martin's head coach Alex Pribble as we get you set for Cougar Hoops. BYU and St. Martin's coming up live from Provo on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back live courtside and rejoin Fred Rubel. BYU and St. Martin's coming up just after the top of the hour here at the Marriott Center. First of two exhibition home games for BYU. Westminster plays on this floor in eight days. Then BYU opens the regular season at top 10 team Nevada on November 6th. The head coach of the St. Martin Saints is Alex Pribble. Now in his fourth season up in Lacey, Washington. He's led the Saints to a 25-8 campaign last season. The most wins the program's ever recorded since joining the NCAA. The Saints played in their first ever NCAA Division II tournament and advanced to the second round of that tourney. St. Martin's returning a ton of talent from a team that... Uh, Went, again, two rounds into the NCAA tournament, and they're expected to start. They were expected to start five seniors tonight, but one will not play. That's an important player. Preseason GNAC Player of the Year, Luke Chavez, has an injured ankle, not expected to go tonight. Coach Pribble will talk about that. Last year, his team put a scare into two Pac-12 teams during the exhibition slate. St. Martin's losing by four at Washington and by 11 at Washington State. After leading at halftime, we talk about that, too, as I spoke with Coach Pribble a short time ago here at the Marriott Center about tonight's game at BYU and how it compares to those Pac-12 games a year ago. Well, there's some similarities for sure. Um, obviously, it's a high-level experience when we come out here. You know, BYU takes phenomenal care of us, and we really appreciate that. It's a great opportunity for us to compete against one of the best teams um, in the WCC. You know, for us, it's all about an opportunity early in the year to test ourselves against high-level competition. So very similar to what we did against Washington and Washington State. Those games are a little bit different just given the situation with who they were and the, te- and the uh, systems they were running. But, you know, these guys uh, play really hard, and, and we actually look to emulate a lot of what they do. 
So the games you played last year were eye-openers for a lot of people. You almost beat UW at their place, hit a ton of threes in that one, and then had a halftime lead in Pullman. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think it was a little bit different with the UW, the Washington game. It was a new coaching staff. They had a new system with their 2-3 zone, and so uh, it was a good opportunity. We knocked down some shots, and Washington State we got to battle with also a younger team, and, and so um, for us they were great confidence builders. You know, with this, it's, it's, it's a similar um, situation in the fact that we get to test ourselves early. Now, we're only eight days into our practice, so we're still trying to put some things in and really see where we're at. But for us, it's a great opportunity to go possession by possession, uh, learn from every, every you know, mistake we make, and just try to get better throughout the game. So we're looking forward to it. Preseason player of the year in your league is Luke Chavez, and we're not going to see him tonight, unfortunately. Yeah, Luke's a phenomenal player, you know, um, but what's most impressive about Luke is that he's a great teammate. So, yeah, unfortunately he can't play today. He's got some ankle issues he's dealing with, but he's going to do a great job of setting the tone for us on the bench and bringing energy and showing leadership in that regard. Had you had him tonight, you'd have started five seniors. As it stands, uh, you're going to start four seniors and a sophomore, so it's an experienced group. Absolutely. You know, early in the year, the nice thing is that our culture is set, and so they understand the standards, they understand the expectations, they're going to play hard, they're going to compete, and we can more focus on the adjustments and the X's and O's. Um, I really feel good about the group, and, and um, you know, it's early in the year, but they understand kind of what the expectations are every time they step on the court. So it's going to be a good opportunity to test ourselves tonight. Stylistically, what should be what you fans expect from your team here tonight? You know, it's great because there's actually a lot of similarities between our programs in the sense that we really try to push the tempo. We try to play with great pace and great energy on both ends of the court. Um, we like to spread the, spread the floor with a lot of shooters and, and play downhill, um, similar to, to what BYU does. And I have so much respect for Coach Rose and the way they do things here. And so, um, you know, it should be a matchup of two skilled teams that, that are really going to shoot the ball well and um, see how it plays out. Have you been in this building before? You know, believe it or not, I have been in this building one time before. When I was a sophomore playing at Cal Berkeley, I played out here. I had a great experience way back when. Um, but now, you know, I think uh, – I think it came together with a little help from one of our former assistant coaches, Mike Hayward, and, and uh, you know, just really fortunate that um, Coach Rose and his staff gave us this opportunity. And, and what do you expect from BYU tonight? Well, we know how, how experienced they are. We know how you know strong and tough they are as a group. And so we're expecting to grow up, go up against a, a team that runs their stuff very well, that plays hard on both ends of the floor, and um, will really expose any weaknesses that we have. You know, for us, it's a great opportunity to look at kind of what we do well and what we maybe not don't do quite so well and learn from those things. You threw a little size on this year's roster. You brought in a big fella in uh, Marky Adams. Absolutely. Marky's a great kid. You know, he's a young guy who's just learning the game and getting better every single time he steps on the floor. Uh, for our level, he brings unique size and athleticism. And so um, we're really excited to see how he matches up against the big fellas for BYU and um, should be a fun thing to, to watch. Without Chavez, the other double-figure score you bring back is uh, EJ Boyce. He'll take on a larger role tonight. Absolutely. Uh, EJ is definitely a leader for us. He has a great basketball IQ, but his unique strength is his ability to shoot the ball. Um, he's, it's a high-level skill set. He can really stretch the floor. And so, yeah, looking forward to seeing how, how he does against these guys, but we're definitely expecting big things from him. This will be your lone D1 exhibition this year, right? Does regular season start next for you? Absolutely. We have a closed-door scrimmage that we're going to be working with, um, but in, in terms of our exhibitions, that this is our, our only one. Um, so we got to get ready. You know, it's a good opportunity to do it early in the year. We can watch the film, break it down, get back to practice, and get better before our November 9th opener. Alex, good talking to you. Good luck, safe travels. Hey, thanks for having me. We appreciate it. Go Saints. All right, that is St. Martin's head coach Alex Pribble. Time for our UB the Judge feature now, brought to you by Legally Mind. Legally Mind equals asset protection. Go to LegallyMindUSA.com to learn what you can do to stop lawsuits dead in their tracks. And tonight, it's a BYU basketball trivia question. BYU junior forward Yoli Childs comes into the season with 20 career double-doubles, good for 18th all-time at BYU. Of the players in the BYU double-double career top 10, only one did it since 1995. Who was that one player who got into the top 10 for double-doubles? The answer coming up next as we get you set for BYU and St. Martin's on the Cougar Tip-Off Show, live from Provo on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel. BYU and St. Martin straight ahead. First, though, the answer in tonight's UB the Judge feature brought to you by Legally Mind. Tonight, that BYU basketball trivia question. BYU junior forward Yoli Childs comes into the season with 20 career double-doubles, good for 18th all-time at BYU. Of the players in the BYU double-double, career top 10, only one has gotten into the top 10 since 1995. Who's that one player? Mark, what's your gander? So it's post-1995, so it's not not, not me. Yeah. <laughs> I would think that the guy that holds the world record for triple-doubles would be on the double-double list, so I'm going to go with Kyle Collinsworth. It's Kyle Collinsworth. 37 double-doubles, and the only one who's gotten into the top 10 since 1995, right when the Mark Durant era ended here at BYU. (laughs) All right, so BYU and St. Martin's coming up. Uh, We heard from Dave Rose in pregame about uh, the fact that uh, Nick Emery uh, will not play in the exhibition games. Technically, he can, but he will not. Uh, And Jesse Wade, of course, will not play. He's another guy people saw at the Cougar tip-off on Friday night. And uh, BYU's had some rough luck with the bigs lately, too. We're not going to see Colby Lee play tonight. He's nursing some foot pain. And so uh, uh, it's been kind of stri- stricken the big fellows of late, Mark. Well, you got a lot of depth everywhere, Greg, but for that five spot with Colby Lee injured, and you got to look to the young guys like Gavin Baxter. And to be honest, he looked really shaky the other night. I don't put too much stock into it. It's just a varsity preview, that kind of thing. But... But he, he needs to step up and really play well because that, that's going to be a spot that BYU's uh, really going to struggle with, I think, early. Luke played great, but there's no depth there. All right, final word on the Cougar Tip-Off shows coming your way next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off show rolls on. Let's head back live, courtside. All right, so BYU-St. Martin's just uh, moments away, Mark, in the days leading up to tonight's game. Uh, they announced captains for this year. Luke Worthington, T.J. Haas, your thoughts? Well, I, I like it. I mean, Luke is a senior, and I think it's important to have a, a senior captain on the team. He's been around. He's a solid guy, big team guy. And uh, T.J. Has, has, has consistency as well. He's been here a while, and I think that's, that's excellent choices. All right, tip-off for BYU and St. Martin's coming up next. This has been the Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.